Hello, I'm Hilary Robertson. Welcome to the latest episode of Harmonious World. Thank you for joining me. If it's your first time listening to Harmonious World, please do check out some of the past episodes. This episode, I am joined by sax player Victor Harasti. Victor's latest album, Equanimity, is subtitled A Futuristic Jazz Tale. It's a fascinating album and you're currently listening to intro from it. And I hope you enjoy listening to our conversation. Hi, Victor. Hello, Hilary. Thank you very much for the invitation. I'm very humbled to be here. It's my pleasure. Thank you for sending me a copy of the album. I love it. It's all your own compositions. Yes, it's all originals. Yeah. And you play lots of instruments, don't you? So let's start with the composition process. How did that start? Yeah, how about that? <clears throat> that was not a, not a usual uh, way, let's say. I am I'm not so much into uh, the metaphysical things, but this was very mystic, mystic the whole process. I literally had some kind of vision, if I can say that. I was I think I was shaving at home. What a place to to discover new music, isn't it? So and uh, I imagine the situation. It, it's just pump out in my mind uh, that. Uh, the kind of situation where where somebody is completely losing uh, uh, certainty in the environment, in some ways, everything is just disappearing from one moment to another, and you are there alone in this chaotic world, and you have to figuring out how you're going to continue your life, how you're going to take the next step, what going what going to what going to keep you a kind of sane. Uh, into, into the kind of position where you, you, everything is together, everything is, makes sense to you. And, uh, and so I, 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 I stuck, it, it, it stuck it in my mind. And in some way, I, I thought that uh, it would be great to, to start some, some kind of visual. Because I, I just imagine that this, this is going to be something, uh, a, a journey, some, some kind of journey. And uh, I asked my friend, uh, he's a great photographer, Balash Such, and, uh, and I told him, man, I would like to take some pictures. Let's, let's find a place. And then I told him what I was feeling. And, uh, and we started to looking for places. Where, where should I go? What kind of environment could uh, represent what I'm feeling? And so we discovered uh, this small city in Belgium, uh, Dulen, that's the name of the city. And uh, it's a kind of city that completely uh, gets a kind of lost urban city. And uh, the story behind is that the people who live there, uh, they started to, to... to get a little bit frustrated and scared about the environment. There is an atomic reactor in the city, a huge bay, and, uh, and it's a kind of uh, futuristic uh, environment. Uh, lots of containers, a bay, ships. And, um, and so I, I told Balazs, let's go there, let's visit this place. And, and um, 
and we jump into the car and we drive it and and uh, we was like shocking with with the with the images we find there and and it was like mind blowing and uh, the whole atmosphere the city that that kind of mystery mysterious city uh completely lost and and so we we stayed there for a day and and started taking pictures and uh yeah i literally i i went to crawl in the mud and everything so so it was really really a fun <laughs> thing to do in some way it discovered like like uh like like i don't know like an actor who who starts to to make a research or, or a writer who, who makes a research starts with the journey to the place discovering things about the elements and and uh and i collected all this and it became a kind of um, inspiration for me to to start this project and it was in 2019 so i didn't even was my head was not absolutely not thinking in any any kind of world uh, epidemic or pandemic or whatever around me it was a very peaceful and and i had no reason to to, to think uh, in a manner like that so so i literally started with a with the cover of the album <laughs> which is and, stunning uh, it is amazing thank you yeah it's it's beautiful thank you can't see your face but that's okay <laughs> yeah this the, the the interesting part is that that when we took the pictures it's of course all of them with the face and I went home and I, I had a kind of problem with that. I don't know why. Not because I, I, I feel bad about my face or anything else, but, but some way I, I wanted to make it something that, that uh, more universal, not personally uh, just me, but more, more everybody. It could be anybody. It could be anybody and it could... Um, that, that in, in some way I wanted that anybody could relate to this music. And however, it's my personal journey, of course, uh, I, I try to write it in a way that, that it speaks to, to the listener as a listener, as a, as a universal thing. And, and I just uh, cut it myself out. And I find that picture, which I am standing there in a, in a smoke and in this kind of place, very fascinating and yeah. I, can, I thought this is reflecting the music greatly and so how much of the music is then composed written down and how much of it is improvised yeah yeah it's uh it's a little bit 50 50 i try to find the balance i love to improvise and i love to to discovering uh things on the flow so i i I try to create a, a setup on the, for myself um, in during the production, layering uh, sounds, layering uh, synthesizers, layer, layering all kind of keyboard sounds, and I just went behind and I started improvising. And uh, actually, the first part of the the music was uh, improvised entirely. Um, and just later on, I, I thought, okay, let's let's make the balance. I don't want to make a Fridges album. I would like to make something because of the of this this that kind of story I I imagined. It starts with this chaotic, and it has to go somewhere. And I thought that 
it will it will it will give some kind of uh, um, stability for for people to 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 go for something when they listening the music. Actually, the whole concept was I tried to write something which is in going in one flow. I had no intention to make tracks in in with titles. Right. It does feel like there's a flow throughout the whole album and almost, um, you know, it's it rarely happens. Um, you can't dip in and out. You have to listen to the whole thing. Exactly. And um, actually, the original concept was a little bit just write one tune, like, like a half hour tune without uh, the kind of thing that is a track. Just start to listen it and, and go until the end. And later on the production, of course, I, I realized that this is not going to work because people need to, the CD needs to skip, uh, radios needs to play some parts. And so it, it's, it's not going to work like one track, but uh, I had to uh, dissect it. I mean, I had to separate it, the chapters. And yeah. then came the idea, let's make chapters. Right, that's exactly right. And it's like a suite, isn't it? So they're, they're all interlinked, but they, yes. you know, sit separately on the CD. Yes. Okay. And so when did you record it? I did during uh, 2020. And um, I think I, I started composing uh, in the period, winter period in 2019. And then it's developed. And during 2020, I, I, I was uh, working uh, more intensively like um, really jamming with myself playing all these things so it was it was quite a long process i must say it's not something uh it's it's also not usual i think most most composer or i mean mo most jazz musicians like to do one album in a couple months let's go let's get it yeah but for me it was was really something i i needed time i don't know why but because also what happened around me it's just uh, started to inf take, take, taking influence. I get influences from the situation, what's happened. And I, and, and I just discovered that, that everything I, I imagine some way is start to happening around me. So that, that delayed the process as well, because I was curious where this goes. Who else appeared on the album? Yeah, I, I'm very honored to, to have um, a Renault drummer from the from the famous band Bad Plus, uh, Dave King, who I contacted uh, during the lockdowns, and uh, he was very very kind and uh, and uh, inspired because I, I I sent him some music and and uh, he said wow great I I like this idea and uh, yeah so he he offered his uh, his uh, service. And I was very hum uh, humbled and, and, and I was very happy that he he uh, he liked to do that. And uh, yeah, I think uh, it's it's a it's a fabulous track. He's 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 playing. It's just yeah, it's really yeah. extraordinary. And also, I have a, a, a dear friend of mine, Marshall Kirtley, who is uh, a very innovative drummer. He discovered a new technique uh, playing with his fingers. And uh, using a pad and the kind of finger drumming uh, uh, skills, 
um, yeah, it's 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 something very unusual. So I I I, uh, I asked him to to like to play on my album, and uh, he he said yes, and and we improvised together, and uh, and it was great. It's something very very unusual that somebody can play with his fingers instead of uh, the sticks. Yeah, and also uh, our very lovely lady from Italy, uh, an American lady. Lisa Marie Simmons, who she's a, a songwriter, uh, lyr lyricist, and um, and uh, I sent I met her a couple of years back, and uh, we kept the connections. And uh, I I thought that that she's she has a very great voice, and uh, and I I liked the way how she she writes. So I sent her the same with the same intention. Take a look. What do you think about it? And uh, and she accepted, and she she was very delighted. And uh, she wrote two beautiful lyrics. I think it's uh, also yeah. a great contribution on the album. Yeah, and they're they're all, and it's nice how those 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 contributions add little bits in here and there. Um, and it's not like you've got a you know a group going all the way through. That so there's light and shade and 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 differences. It's great. Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 all balanced. Uh, I I really love that 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 it gives a balance. I I like pro, I like uh, the kind of uh, lyrical aspects. In, yeah. In this. Yeah. Okay. Um. Can you tell me a bit about your background? Because you're you were born in Hungary but live in the Netherlands. Is that right? Yes, that's right. That's the, that's the that's the that's the continuation. Okay, but how did that happen? So you know, how did you get? How did you move, and why did why the Netherlands? Yeah, it's actually um, a kind of a, a family family uh, connection. My mother had a very uh, dear friend. She she's a classic piano player. She lived in the Netherlands, and I mean, she she met before her. My mother is uh, originally coming from uh, Ukraine. She born there in a, in a Carpathia, and uh, my father was a Hungarian. So, so they they started they, they build their life in Hungary in Budapest, and um, along the way, my mother had uh, many friends, and uh, one of them was that lady. She's a classic piano player, and and she moved. She lived uh, uh, several years in Hungary, and after she moved uh, uh, and uh, started a new life in in Holland. But we had a connection, and she was a dear friend. So. In some way, I was in the in the moment of my life when I I wanted to continue uh, proceeding for for study saxophone and and getting a a better player. I um, it was very late actually because I was uh, already reaching twenty eight, so everything happened very fast. And uh, she she advised me, yeah, you can try uh, some schools here in Holland because uh, there are great. Uh, great schools to to learn jazz and uh yeah this this uh, this is the thing i started it was a couple years process until i i i find my place and i i i was admitted first in uh, zwolle as a small smaller consortium and later i i continued in utrecht and uh, there are i graduated there and i um, i i stuck here right after graduation yeah yeah um and are you? I mean, how are you a jobbing saxophone player? Are you gig? Do you know? Do you gig? What? How? What? What's your? What's your life like? 
Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. It's it's uh, it's all the the student years, you know, gigging, playing uh, playing gigs, playing jazz bands, um, and and uh, following all all the the possibilities you can uh, you can imagine. I mean, you can take as a student, and uh, also starting to teaching. Around that time was not so much uh, internet. It just started through everything around 2000, 2000, uh, and I, I graduated in 2005. So, oh, and uh, it was not that, that doesn't happen uh, in a way like that. It was more like uh, the gigs was like uh, you find a guy and he calls you, and and everybody was just you know you had a great network with personal persons, real persons. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was uh, it was everything was very physical. So we went to the jam sessions, we jammed, and then hey. That's I will give for you, or so things are developed at like very personal level. Okay, so I was going to ask you how your lockdown was, but I guess this was your lockdown project. It became eventually, yes, exactly. Yeah. It's it is uh, now. I mean, I I started before the lockdown, so it still some way connects. But but during the lockdown, it became um, yeah the influences. Uh, yeah. It's, yeah sounds like it was it sounds like it took a lot of time during in that period um yeah so um and, and what about now i mean how have you is is the netherlands starting to sort of come out of it properly because i've no i know i've seen in the news that you kind of you went back into lockdown a couple of times yeah it's uh it was uh some some lockdowns was pretty long i i as i remember yeah and uh we forget, don't yeah, we we forget yeah, the kind of you know where one stopped and another one started and yeah 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 i mean it's it's all blurred out after a while i i started to just just uh staying focusing on on my creative side some way i think many of the musicians uh did that during this this lockdowns they start yeah. they started to to practice to to compose and uh, and uh, figuring out things. The funny thing is, every for for all other everyday usual uh, people was is like a scariest thing to get that kind of isolation, not not having uh, a connection with others. But for an artist, it's like we are always there. Yeah, always exactly. Out. Yeah, business as usual. Yeah, and uh, for me, it was actually okay. I will stay in my room. I will practice. I will do my things. I'm, I'm pretty okay with that, and uh, and uh, I could focus more on on the on the music. Very good. But honestly, I must say that after one year, me and my wife, we started to missing social life very much. Yeah, and connection to public, to to go to concerts, the opportunity to play, to get jam sessions, or 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 any anything where you can, uh, you know, just have that. Yeah. That, personal thing it's, it's important <laughs> it's yeah, like absolutely yeah we are not supposed to live in isolation isolation no no that's right definitely not so what's the future i mean how are you going to do a proper are you doing a, a really big launch of this album or um you know you're having a party are you doing a tour what are you doing yeah it all sounds great i i didn't plan for it <laughs> it's um yeah it's it's um it was like, like uh, in some point, I, I know that 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 of course uh, you have to um, 
give full gas on a pedal, but but in some way I was so relieved when when it's finished and then I had I I I touched the album literally in my hands and and I was so I was like wow moment and uh, in, in that moment I felt that that okay let this bird fly see where it goes and I will follow where it will take me and uh, I I hope that of course it would be great to 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 continue and uh, and take some live performances for yeah. sure yeah I'm up to it great well let's hope you can come over to London and do some here lovely lovely well thank you so much Victor I really appreciate your time yes right. thank you very much thank you Larry uh, lovely to talk to you Victor yeah me too thank you very much for this invitation I uh, I'm very very glad to be here and yeah. You are also a saxophone player, so I'm also very honored to. <laughs> Absolutely. Great. Lovely to talk to you. Thank you. Thank okay. you very much. Bye. Bye. Take care. Well, I hope you enjoyed listening to my conversation with Victor Harasti. His album Equanimity is well worth a listen, so please follow the links on the show notes. I do apologise for the gaps between the latest episodes. I've had a very difficult few weeks in my personal life, but I'm back on it now. So I hope you are all well, and I hope you are all sharing a little of what you are good at to make this world a bit more harmonious. We definitely need it right now. Thanks for joining me once more for Harmonious World and I hope you're enjoying listening to Epilogue from Victor Harasti's album Equanimity.
Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Harmonious World. My name is Hilary Seabrook and it's a great delight to bring this series of discussions with musicians and composers and writers and all sorts of people to you. Obviously, there's no point in having a podcast if people aren't listening and I'm very grateful to my listeners for doing so. Thanks also to Joe English for composing and performing this new theme tune. So wherever you get your podcast, you can leave a review. You can share this with your friends and family, either as a link or on social media and that sort of thing. I'd be really grateful for that. Don't forget that you can subscribe now. There's a link wherever you get your podcasts. So have a great week and please remember why I started this, which is just to try and make the world a little more harmonious. Thanks for listening to Harmonious World.